0: Welcome back to episode fifteen of Power Pitches and it is the third episode that's going on a YouTube channel. So this one is the debut of Vic to the YouTube channel. Hasn't hasn't appeared there yet.
1: pleasure, pleasure to be on my first
0: time. <laughs> but yeah, if you're an audio listener, you know his voice, you know how it's Chelsea mad is, but yeah. So we're here with this episode we've got a recap, four weeks of football. Because everyone mm. was like, seeing their parents, spending time with family over Christmas. So we decided not to do the pod, but obviously over Christmas is the busiest time for football. So we've got four weeks of football to talk about. That is three City games, because obviously we went and won the Club World Cup, which I, I, only, I personally don't care. I think that's the most... I do not care I, about I, it I think football. it's the most pointless competition of all time.
1: The it's last not. time.
0: But it is, because the last time... The
1: Super, the Super Cup's more pointless.
0: Either way, they're both pointless. The Club World Cup is useless because you win the Champions League, you're going to win the Club World Cup. These Brazilians, I just want to just start off here. The Brazilian team that we faced in the final, Fluminense, eight of their players were over thirty. Like it's ridiculous. Two of them were over forty. Like I don't know. It's like it's so pointless. That's their best team possible. I don't know, we I, had
1: it hard. We we, had it, we came up against Palmeiras and those teams. We had it hard when we
0: played. Like they were fighting for the lifestyle Well, but, yeah, like the the commentator. was watching the game. Commentator was like, "Fluminense. They're not even the best team in Brazil. They got eighth in the league last season." <laughs> but why are in they? The, in the club, I, that's what I mean. But yeah, so we we missed a week. We missed the Brentford game. Uh, so we will play that another time, where I'm going to be cutting in Haaland in my FPL. But yeah. So, then there's four Chelsea games that we're going to talk about, of course, because Vic's here. We'll mention an odd few games. So, there's a few games here that I've got. So, we've got Liverpool, United, 0-0, which no one thought would happen. Um, We've got... uh, We've got Burnley and Fulham. My lovely Burnley. Uh, Winning 2-0. West Ham beating United, 2-0. Arsenal 1-1 with uh, Liverpool... Uh, there's Arsenal nil West Ham two. There's Luton three Sheffield two, which was a great game. It's just re- little little points on certain games, and then Fulham two Arsenal one, which I found insane. And I also want to touch on a few a few Burnley games because obviously tides have changed now. Tides have changed. Tides have changed for the boys in 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 Burgundy. Times have
1: not changed. Chris. They
0: have. I'm telling you, they have. Where are we now, But See, we're, we're off bottom spot. We we were never we were never even in contention with bottom spot because we're that good. Three cool wins, going down. Oof. three wins a season. You can just tell we're made a quality. But we <laughs> we'll go on to the to our teams. We'll start off with the most surprising one, I think. Uh, City two, Palace two. That was on the 16th of December. So we're going back nearly a month here. But like yeah a long time ago I know it, it was. I watched it, and I was just watching the whole game, and we looked okay at first half. we kind of dominated it if I am being honest, like what are we' used to seeing from us. uh I actually gonna refresh myself on the line up that we had out, uh yeah, nothing wrong with the line up, obviously, Harlan got injured at the game before, he's not back, still not back over a month, but you know there's rumors he's coming back soon, uh, yeah. I don't know. It is, there's one thing that I've learned over this this Christmas break, and it's Gavardio. It's not a good left back. I don't know why. He's what. not a left back, No, he? not I, he's left not back. good at all at left back. And I don't understand why Pep has this, this need to play players out of position. Like, he is. What, so he came on because Stones got injured in a recent game, and he went into the centre back slot, and Aki went into left back. And watching that game, I said, this is what we bought him for. This is why we paid so much. He's so good at centre-back because he's, he's just like Diaz. The only thing he has over Diaz is speed. And that's what Diaz is lacking. So that's why I think Gavardio is like a perfect centre-back. But, of course, Pep, with his mind and all this stuff he does, he puts him at left-back where he's not he's not built for it. He gets caught out so much on on the left-back. And going forward, he's not good enough. Obviously, it's his first season and that, but I don't understand why Aki is such a good left-back. He puts him at centre-back and puts him yeah. should back always, Aki should
1: always be at left-back now. 100%. Dude, he did so well, though.
0: Like, last season, he locked up Salah twice. Like, that's ridiculous. But, you know, it is what it is. That's what Pep does. Um, Even
1: Gabbard, are left-back against us. Didn't you play there and he was a bit dodgy? Yeah. Out, didn't you, it's, a goal? it's odd. Like, that's he's, he's been caught out a
0: few times now. But Pep doesn't see it. Pep, for whatever reason, decides to keep doing it. And he's one of the only players that's played nearly every game this season. I think he's missed like one or two games. It's, I don't know. It's weird. Obviously, Rico Lewis, what a player. I'm so glad we have Rico Lewis, you know, because obviously Kyle Walker's 33, Rico Lewis is 19. What a player. He's double his age. Do you know how ridiculous
1: that is. <laughs> and, he speaks well as well, you know, I mean? yeah. an interview with him for England and he actually comes across well. Like, yeah. a different personality. He's he's well
0: he's well media trained as well, like you know what? I seen a TikTok, this is a bit of a tangent, but I seen a TikTok of someone saying this is what we need in football and it was the Cole Palmer and Madweke interview. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's like they call it Cole Palmer, isn't it? <laughs> like, like, everyone loves it Because yeah. you don't see that anymore You, you yeah. look at interviews They're all just like The one, the one person When I think about interviews that I can't stand is Sterling
1: Elise for me Elise is like Very yeah. like, Moody in here Yeah like, Sterling together. as well
0: He's just i seen an interview a while back I don't remember what game it was
1: Oh was it City after the game Where like um, He had
0: something in his eye
1: th- Yeah, yeah And anyway, yeah.
0: he went Don't need dirty fingers in my Yeah what How can you do that Like I don't know man you have some respect and <laughs> I, yeah, I think having personality on camera is so good. I was just like before this podcast, I was just watching a few pro direct videos and Kyle Walker, Grealish, all of that, yeah. and like they come across so good on video. I just don't know why they can't do it on the pitch, like Cole Palmer and Madewake and stuff like that. But yeah, so we, we drew to Palace, which gave us kind you do, of you do you struggle against Palace, don't you? Normally at the
1: A T R, you lost yeah, in last odd. season or the season before.
0: Well, that, that yeah. game actually made it uh, five games in a row without a win. And that hadn't been done since 2017, <laughs> which is, like, unheard of. Like, I didn't realise how good our run was. Um, yeah. But, yeah, last-minute penalty gave away by Foden. It's not his fault. He had, like, he had such a good game. He just, I don't know, he went in for a tackle he didn't need to. But he had such a good game, he's been having good games. Like, everyone's realising how good he is now. Um, yeah, I mean he's got a nice goal, didn't he? Oh wow! Honestly, when we get onto the when we get onto Folden's performances in these few games, Boy there's so much I can say about it. Um, but it's like, yeah, the two-two was just it was annoying because it was a last-minute penalty, and obviously the first goal. I say this, I said it at the time in the group chat, and I'll say this forever. Edison is a crap goalkeeper. He can't save nothing. He actually can't. He just he he acts like he goes for it but he doesn't. He's don't get me wrong, best kicker of the ball I've ever seen as a goalkeeper. Like ever. He pinpoints passes everywhere. But as a s like saves, he doesn't do the most yeah, standard shot saves. He's
1: Yeah, He's know, like it.
0: he's bottom five in the league of save percentage. Because this season he's getting shots taken at him a lot more than yeah. he did last season.
1: Because but Roger, do you think yeah, that's just like do you think that's more complacency, though,
0: after in the treble, like, a bit of a hangover? I don't know, though, because, I don't know, because Diaz, Diaz kind of hasn't, Diaz, Diaz hasn't let up. Walker definitely
1: hasn't let up. Um, I think Diaz has, this season, he's carried yeah. out on the Monday Night Football where he's had moments this season where he's just been caught out napping, like, yeah, it wouldn't be what...
0: I think his, his debut season in the Premier League, no one's ever but seen anything like it. Like, that was unreal. Man. Yeah, he came in and everyone thought, well, did, he's the guy, he's the man now. Yeah,
1: he but, took you yeah. from that level, didn't he, where you were struggling defensively, I think, when you had like, Otamendi leaving yeah. and stuff like that. But then he came in unreal. But then I think last season, it's expected though, like, it only goes to show, even this five-game um, streak that you went on without winning, it's not like, some will say it's a crisis, but really it's just, it goes to show like how no. good Pep... I do like to win so many games in a row that you just get used to it basically. When you win the treble last season and you get like a bit of a hangover, that's to happen, I think. Like yeah. Any other, te- any other team would struggle a bit
0: well, the season afterwards. All these fans overreacting about it. I see City fans, even like rival fans, they're, they're overreacting saying, oh, City are done. Finally, we get a new winner of the Premier League and stuff like that. But, you can't do that. You yeah. can never say that
1: too early on.
0: Like they're saying it, but they're also saying that Assuming that you know Arsenal, Liverpool won't mess up all season. <laughs> it's like, yeah. right, of
1: course they, they will. They, they'll always drop points. Like you can never write oh, the one thing you learned over the years when Pep's been at City. You never write City off. Focus, no. like. Never do that.
0: Before I think last season we were bite you in Yeah. Ass when
1: you like, realise that
0: Last season we were nine points behind before Christmas, and then this season we we're only like I think six. Like we were only yeah, six it's points really, behind. Nothing really, no,
1: not at all. This it's nothing.
0: Because we still have to play these teams. And they still have to play, you know, other, other positions. So I don't know. It's not the end of the world for me, but it's, yeah. it's, it's the end of the world for certain fans, you know, on Twitter and stuff. But won't go into that. Won't go into that too much. But <laughs> um, next game on that game week was the Chelsea Sheffield United two nil. Um, Cole Palmer gets his goal, and it, it's kind of a. It's kind. We're kind of lucky that Ed's not here this week because. <laughs> The beef that's been going on between you two about Cole Palmer is ridiculous. Like, I'll leave my phone to the side and then I'll go back to it, and I genuinely I will see sixty messages about <laughs> Cole Palmer. <laughs> like, how? How is there so many about this player? It's ridiculous, but you can't deny he's putting up numbers. He's putting up numbers. He's doing his job for Chelsea. They bought him, and he's doing what they bought him for. And Realistically, 40 mil for that, you can't complain. With the amount of money that he spent on some crap players, 40 mil for Palmer is a, it's good. It's good good business, finally.
1: Yeah, that's what I mean. And the thing is, like, he's got eight goals, four assists in the league, and he joined us, like, game week five. Yeah. So, like, he, you know what I mean? Like, if he was with us from the start, because the start of the season, we had Liverpool, we had Luton at home, West Ham away. Like, he would have got a even more contributions in one of those games. So he he could be in double digits right now if he was with us from the start of the season. Like you can't excuse that. Like I know Ed will say, "Oh, it's just penalties, this and that." But I mean, he's got half of his goals up on penalties. But you you got to score him anyway. you know, he's a penalty taker, so what? Like you know what I mean? Like you can't let that get in the way of a player's performance. We all know it's more than penalties. We all know it's his quality on the ball. Like when he when he's on the ball and like attacking areas, even like just when he comes deep and. There'll be one runner in behind and he'll pick him out. Like, it's against Spurs. I mean, I know they had nine men at the time, but, um, yeah, like, quality on the ball. Like, we don't have another player where they look as calm, composed on the ball. Um, like, in attacking areas, definitely. Because like, he's like, he's come in and he's taken us to that level, really, where we actually look at threat threatened attacking. Even against United when we, we were horrible against United when we lost 2-1 um, at Old Trafford, but he was the one that was actually creating anything. Um, but yeah, against Sheffield, I mean, it was a dominant performance. Like I mean, we had thirty-three shots or something. Um, Mad. I mean, Sheff- Sheffield United didn't really do anything in that game. Um, like I-, I can't remember a chance that they really had. I think they might have had one counter attack, but um, yeah. yeah. I mean, Jackson scored as well. It was it was a good game where we just had to play our starting plays, like our key plays, because there's still way to improve the confidence. Because we not. I think we even when we're performing well, like. I still see chances in attack where Jackson in particular or Borussia or whoever, I mean, even Sterling, um, where they just fumble attack. Easy, easy chances. Um, so games like Sheffield at home, they were ones where it, it's needed, because people will, you know, top teams will rotate and they'll put in fringe players, but I'm just glad that we went with our strong team then because nice, comfortable 2-0 when at home, they're not wrong in that. Um, yeah. Well, but yeah, there's not, not, not much else really about that game. I think... Um, it's a bit of a dominant, but dull one where we just dominate the ball and, um, yeah, it's just a matter of getting the win, really.
0: Yeah, well, you know, Sheffield have kind of been the, the brunt of the, you know, force of these these top teams this season. Uh, they've conceded, I think, forty-six goals. It's
1: oh, yeah, one.
0: it's poor, but you know, it is Sheffield. The ha there's always one team in the Prem that's an easy win. And I can't remember yeah. who said it, but this season there is, you know, three teams of an easy win. Um, it's a shame that Burnley's one of them, but it's a fact. At <laughs> least you admit that. Well, they're still going to stay up. So. <laughs> no, 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 they don't. <laughs> well, yeah, it, it was it was odd because you know Sheffield, they come into that game losing two nil. You're like, oh whatever. But the next game they'll draw one one with Villa, <laughs> and it's like. Yeah, really weird, they but... they they play up to these teams, and there's certain teams they just won't. Yeah, but yeah, so yeah, I
1: don't understand the decisions that their owners whoever make with the managers like stacking Wilder a couple of years ago, bringing Heckingbottom in bottom in, and then they got rid of him for Wilder again. It's just a yo-yo club. Like, what's the point? Like, I don't, we can all see Wilder getting the stack next season after they fail to stay up or whatever, and then they get like Heckin bottom back in. Like, what's the point? Really, they like they're such a
0: Yo-yo cup. I don't, yeah, I, I, don't, I will never. Understand, I don't see where they're trying right? to go. Oh, yeah, I'll never understand how you can sack a manager and then bring him back. But like, I will never ever yeah. understand that. I, I cannot imagine. I mean, we, we did it past, to be fair, but... That's different. I think that's that's different. That's like a, a temporary manager at the time. I feel like I can, I can never imagine you or United bringing back Mourinho. So I like, I could never imagine. We, we, did, it.
1: we did bring Mourinho back to be fair when. Um... Starting in five, and then two
0: thousand fourteen. Yeah, but yeah.
1: they're not. I mean, it's different, obviously. But when it's Leicester manager, like if United brought all the back, or
0: yeah, any bottom
1: half team bringing their manager back, I don't get it at all. No, it's it's weird. I mean, it's like with it's like positive Roy Hodgson isn't it, where like that was the weird. We brought him one, yeah. back, and I was like, what's the point in that? I mean, you sack Vieira trying to go a certain direction, and then I know just let, let him enjoy
0: his, his retirement, man. I don't know.
1: Literally, I did not get it all. But yeah. I mean, they're going to be down in the championship out of the Sheffield, anyways. Yeah, i don't, 100%. I, don't, I don't see, I don't see them staying up. They've got nothing. In, like, I, don't, I think with Forest, like, at least they have pure quality in attack. Yeah, I like Forest this field. season.
0: Yeah, they have a nice team. Like a Gibbs, White. I think them two in particular are very, you know, smooth on the ball. Like, I could either yeah. see them moving to a bigger team or just, you know, staying in the prep with Forest. I don't, I don't mind that at all.
1: Yeah, I mean, they've got that attack, whereas like. Teams like Sheffield, I'd like, look at them and I, I can't even name... Deb Brewster, I think they're still a Brewster who comes to the bench. Oh yeah, but... I've
0: seen him come on the other day, I was like, I can't used yeah. to I will, I will never <laughs> yeah. forget the video of him with his, with his medal, getting his hair cut. That's <laughs> the funniest thing ever. It's like Scott Carson, like, standing there with his medal and his trophies, like, nah man, I don't, I don't get it. Funny though, but... But yeah, the... the um, the next game week was the 20th of december so you know the run up to christmas and that's where we weren't in the premier league we we're out in brazil or wherever it was i know it was the is the uh, dubai you know playing the club world cup winning it coming back um i got my hopes up because i seen de bruyne's back in training i thought oh my god he's going to come big final he's going to nah, he didn't play no Harlan, <laughs> no Docky, no ha whatever. I got my hopes up for right. that. You gotta
1: be you gotta be cautious with him at their age, you know. De yeah. like thirty two, didn't he? or
0: something? Well, or do you, do you not find that mad that Kyle Walker's the oldest outfield player at City, and he plays every game. He's played oh,
1: he? he's thirty three.
0: And he's played every single game and he's he's looked shaky at times, but like most of the time he's unreal. Like he's still got his pace somehow at thirty three. He's still strong. I think he's lost a yard, hasn't he? He's, yeah, yard. he's not as fast as obviously back in the day. I don't think he'd keep up with Mbappe anymore, but yeah. you know, for prem standard, no problem. No I don't problem. think
1: he'd keep up with. I don't think he keep with keep up with, with, uh, keep up with Muttrick, You know
0: what I mean, like in a mid-spring. maybe, but then mudrick could <laughs> run it out of the pitch, so it's fine. No problem. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not even. Well, well, uh, you know, we talk about Chelsea. We can talk about the game that happened on Christmas Eve. Two one to Wolves lost. Um, last minute, you know, consolation goal from Unkonku, but he looks really good. I have to say yeah. that. I mean, he, he had
1: a goal and clearance as well when he came off. Where like, um, he should have had two really because he yeah. had another chance like earlier where uh, somehow cleared it offline. Um, I mean, so yeah, he, he should have had about two in about five minutes when he was on. He's so good. He yeah. is so
0: good. I'm 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 glad to see him in the Prem because I thought he was going to be one of those players that you know plays in Germany but then goes to PSG and I didn't want to see yeah. that but well, I'm glad he plays in the Pram now because he's really good.
1: Yeah, I mean, when he was at Leipzig, I went to the City 6-3 Leipzig, which was a couple of years ago. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he scored a hat-trick that game against yeah. his, and <laughs> I was like, he'll be winning a few, I far as the Bozlias, when he's now in the Premier League, like, it is fun seeing players, like, you see him back then, and now they're in the Premier League, like, big names and stuff, but, um, yeah, against Wolves, that was just, like, first of all, I didn't get, I didn't get, I didn't get why we were scheduled to on Christmas Eve, like that. That was really weird. I found yeah. like, we were the, we would own the only game on Christmas Eve and like everyone's not really bothering with football at that time. Like, uh, I saw a lot of people saying they're not going to bother tuning in because it's Christmas Eve, it's which Christmas is Eve, um, yeah. yeah, like I, and it had that feeling. Like our record, especially in in and around Christmas period, like, even Boxing Days, New Year's, we never really do that well. I mean, even last season when um, Red Forest on the New Year's and we drew when all that. We just never do well like around the festive period, um, but that's no excuse because Wolves well, the way we had so many chances where we just fumbled massively. Like Sterling's one where I look at him that game and I was like, "What are you doing?" Because he wasn't even just like I know Jackson had a chance where he fumbled. Brozier was putting through when it was poor first touch. Um, but Sterling, like you're three on one, all you have to do is square it, and he just takes a shot. On. And if I, I said this to my brother because he was watching it with me. I, when, as soon as Sterling was put three on one, I said he better square that. And as soon as he missed it, I was like, just, just get him out of the team. Because I was like, you can't have players like that in your team where they just, I don't want to say not a team player, but. If you shoot, if you shoot, when you're three on one, if you shoot, you better score. Yeah. You better score. hundred like,
0: percent.
1: In the circumstances of the game, right? And wolves were decent. Like they didn't, we, did, we made them look a bit better, but when you're put through like that, you've got. To, if you're going to shoot on goal when you're three on one, you better score. And he just shot it straight at the keeper, and I was like, "What are you doing?" Like even um, Jackson was put on three on goal, and I was like, "He's not going to score." And then he missed. Like there was no confidence where like when he was put through on goal, but I I don't really blame him because. I, I've seen a lot of people criticising him, but I don't really blame him as such because the numbers that he put up is decent considering he was signed for 30-odd million. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's a bit unfair for him, like, for the pressure on him to be the guy getting 20-plus goals. Because um, it's just his first season in the Prem, so I'll, I'll, I'm not as harsh on him as I am with other attackers. Like, even Muntrick was decent. He's been decent. Like He's been getting better and better in all these games that he's been playing. Um but yeah, that Wolves game pissed me off because of the Sterling. Like, I was like, what are you doing? Like, All you have to do is just square it and that, that's another goal and we'd probably get something from that game. And even with the, even if we had points from those games, we'd be, I think, eighth in the league, seventh. I mean, we'd be better off right now. Um, see, that's one game we'll look back on, I think. If we continue to be inconsistent, we'll look back at that. Because Wolves weren't good at all. Wolves weren't good. They had, even their goals were soft. Yeah. Um, if I remember, but yeah, I mean it was just stupid three points. I mean it was just we had a, I know we had a lot of injuries that day as well, but yeah. Um circumstances just that great when you look at you need when you circumstances are great, I club with injuries and young players coming in and stuff like that. You need like your experienced players to just bail you out time and time again, but then I don't know what that was from Sterling. Um,
0: well, you know yeah. I've been saying Chris this. Mell. I've been saying this. I said this when you signed him and you know, he has his days where he is very good. Like we know he has his we know he has a talent, we know he has a skill, we see him for England and he, he's unreal for England. But then m- like the majority of the time at club level he's bang average and sometimes like against wolves, he's just stupid. Like he's even against
1: not even against like he'll turn it up for City and then Yeah. Like it's it's as if he just wants to turn up for it himself and then I don't get because then afterwards he'll go back to being square one where he just decision making is horrible on the ball on the attack he'll like you see a simple pass that he just has to make he'll just keep dribbling and losing it's like come on mate you're like 28 now like you know. may not be in your prime years like not really make mistakes like that i just didn't get it at all with him um but yeah he annoys me so much like that when in the game like that where we just had to get the three points away from home and he goes and does that um but yeah, like I look at a midfield, Gallagher go Chuck in in midfield and I remember we had no Kai so or Enzo, like and Enzo had illness, um Kai Stadia I think was out with an injury or knock. Um but yeah, like, the balance of the team wasn't right and then we went with two of Tom Jackson Broger. And Brodie had good chances and I don't know what it is with him confidence or whatnot. but um yeah, he just looked he's looked off it so far. I mean even since then.
0: Well, you know. There's, there's a few few Chelsea players that have been you know become brunt of a joke, but you know there's, it's it's a bit ridiculous. Like I, I just want to pick up on something you said before. He said that Jackson for thirty mil, you can't expect much. But Julian Alvarez for eighteen mil, and then he's doing all this. Yeah. Like, I, think, I think that's a bit, the bit. The thing scouting with Jackson is,
1: is mad. Yeah. The thing with Jackson is I look at like you see him when he plays like even in our last game, um, where like. He takes the ball, he dribbles really well. Like, against Luton, where Palmer scored that bit of solo goal, where that came from Jackson's run, where he cuts in off the wing. Like, I see him as much more of a winger, really, because his dribbling is actually really good. His link-up play as well with Unkunku was good, even in pre-season, where he did play as a striker. But I see him as more of a winger, because he's not really a clinical striker. He's not really one that's going to score one in two, let's say. He'll be one that scores, like, one in three, one in four. Um, That's why I think he's probably better off the wing. I know he played there um, for Villarreal, where he was before, um, where he was playing off the wing sometimes, was, like cutting inside and um, linking up. And that's, I think if we asked where to get the best out, like, best out of him, it would be there rather than striker. Um, but yeah, I think that's just it's up to the manager, isn't it, where you're going to play him. Because against Luton, towards the end of the game, he went with Uncunku up top as a striker and I didn't really get because he had no involvement in the game when he was up top. Yeah. He was just on his own and it was Jackson off the wing with um Uncunko up top but he didn't really, I didn't really like the balance of that. If I think if you're gonna go with Jackson off the wing I'd still go with an out and out striker like alongside him. rather than just having Unkunku up top Uncunko is one that you always gotta play behind the striker but um it's decisions that Poch has to make though like just basic player profiling That like Enzo and Kaiseda haven't been great this season. I mean Kaiseda's still been good but I think Enzo's one where I've been like, I've seen a lot of pictures where like average positions and Enzo's been so far forward and I just don't think Poch is utilising him well really. Um, Gallagher as well, like his positional sense has been great and then he often leaves or, And It's a bit like United with the way they are with midfield where it's one man midfield job and it should never be like that. Like you always need your, you always, you can never be outnumbered in the midfield. Like you always need a full back inverting or just two, a double pivot in midfield. But, like, with us, it's just not like that at all. It's just Kai Seder on his own in midfield. And then he's obviously going to get, you know, dominated at times. I mean, even though he still hold, held his own, he's still being good. Um, but Enzo's one well Like, you need the manager to get the best out of him, to utilise him really well. Um, but, yeah, we haven't seen that this season from that.
0: Yeah, I think with the with the Nicholas Jackson thing, could he, like, turn into another Gabriel Jesus where yeah. he's, he's should be the striker, but he's way better on the wing. And just yeah, more of a creative the, outlet. Yeah. I mean, I don't mind that. If, if if we get to see what Jackson actually is good at, which is, you know, creating, dribbling, pace, if we get to see more of that, then, you know, I'll be a bit more impressed. But I think...
1: But Lutony was really good. Lutony yeah. he was really good. I mean, even the game before that, I can't remember who it was, but occasions where he just get on the ball in the half-turn... And he's been the defender, dribble, dribble well, and it used to be final product lacking. But he's dribbling. He, he's got attributes that can be coached on really well to become that type of Gabriel Jesus striker, where not really be clinical, but you know, like you said, that creative yeah. outlet. Um, but I mean, all of other rival fans will look at him and laugh because he misses so many chances. But um, yeah, I think I think it's even worse when you look at other clubs like Hoyland. Oh wow!
0: Martin I love that. Of
1: money. I love it though. Like so many other clubs where they've spent way more on strikers and they've just not succeeded I mean 30 mil Jackson's not bad at all and his numbers his numbers his underlying numbers his goals and assists itself it's decent it's actually decent So I'm
0: so glad that we don't have that yet the only one we kind of had was Grealish the, you know 100 mil man blah 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 but, he's produced though last yeah,
1: season
0: he, he, he did his thing last season I can't, I'm, I'll be honest right now this season I cannot stand watching Grealish I don't know what it is, I don't know why, but he's not doing what he did last season. Last season, he was so good at attacking the defender, getting into the box, either getting a penalty or corner or a foul free kick, whatever. He's so good at that, getting a yellow card for the player every time because you know he lights the mouth off. But this season, he's attacking, then he's stopping, turning back, passing it backwards. I I don't know. Like, with the the addition of... Do you
1: not think that's the coaching thing, though, because... I saw um, it was like a prime video of Foster with Grealish where like, we're talking through things. Um, and then Grealish, like Foster mentioned it, like how you like not as free as you were when you were... Yeah, before. yeah. Pep
0: said um, play left-back. Was it that yeah. one? Yeah. Well,
1: yeah. I don't know. I don't know
0: why Pep would change it up. Because last season it was working. You could tell it was working. He started over-forwarding last season. But this season, I don't want to see him starting if Doku's fit. I just think, without Grealish doing what he does, which is take on defenders, you know, dribble one-on-one. One-on-one, not many people can beat Grealish. And that's a fact. Not many people can tackle Grealish one-on-one because he's so slight. And if you do tackle, it's a foul. 100% of the time. If if he goes to the floor, he gets the free kick. And I don't know what it is. I don't know how. But Grealish sells it. I think, you know what it is? This season, what he's giving me, what he's showing me is... He is a wind-up merchant. Right? It's the hairband, the blonde hair, the shin pads, the tight shirt, the tight shorts.
1: Every team needs to play like that. Do you know what I mean? Every, he is, he is that guy like for
0: like City and, like, mouthing it. off as well. He loves it. Like, he even got a scrap with that guy from Fluminense, um, the 41-year-old Felipe Melo. He had a scrap with him because, you know, he's been mouthing off the whole game. It's like, come on. I remember his...
1: <laughs> I remember against Atletico when he... Yeah, yeah, there, yeah. He was centre-backs
0: and they were grabbing He used to hair. play for us, man. Savage. He used to play for us. Goes to Atletico and now he wants to scrap us. Like, he... Well, I don't know, man. That was an odd game. That game, I will never forget as being, like, ridiculously weird. But, um The next game that I'm going to talk about, anyway, is City-Everton 3-1. This is, like... That's a, that was a big yeah, one. Yeah, this game was so important for us. If we drop points to Everton at all, I think it would be rough coming into the New Year's. But, you know, Foden played so good. And this is what I mean by Foden being, like, stepping up. Because Doku's gone, haaland has gone, and De Bruyne's gone. That's three of our, like, biggest power for getting goals, for getting assists, for getting creation. And Foden has stepped up ridiculously. Like, I don't know what I can say about it, and obviously these stat these these stat players, stat people on on Twitter and stuff, that only look at stats, they only look at goals and assists. They don't know what Foden's about. Every single time yeah, he's on yeah. the ball, he's a lot more than Golden. Oh my God! Like Folden, like obviously last few seasons he's been playing winger, like creative and shots, like that's that's been his thing. But this season he's been playing the role of like kind of backwards midfield. He's not playing on the wing anymore. Pep's playing Bernardo on the wing, and he's putting Foden in the midfield, where he can like dribble through, you know, create passes, create openings. Like he's getting um, what are they what are they called? pre-assists? You no, know, the pass yeah. before the assist. He's got so yeah. many of them this season. Like I'm sure it's a stat out there somewhere. I'm sure I can find it, but like Folden's assists before the assist. This season have been unreal. Like yeah. the pass from the midfield down to a wing, and obviously winging a box goal or stuff like that. He's just been ridiculous. In this game, he should have had a hat trick, but Pickford just for some reason only saved Folden shots <laughs> and gave the ball away for Bernardo's goal, which was an open goal. Uh, Alvarez penalty. Like yeah, he he only saved Folden shots, which is you know a bit annoying because the only, only hat trick Foden's ever had in his professional careers against Man United which is a great stat you know oh, what that was 6-3 yeah when was, 6-3 yeah. when him and Harlan got a hat-trick but now we we dominated against Everton 73% yeah. possession you know standard yeah, that was a big win that to. was a
1: big big win yeah. like I cause that, that was just when you came back from the Club World Cup yeah yeah it, um, first game back and like normally you can be a bit jaded like a bit you know a bit of like fatigue um and Everton, in a way, like, Everton have been in good form as well, so I was expecting, like, a tough nil-nil, yeah, one, one, one or well 1-1 or 1-0, but then for you to just turn up like that and then just win, score three alone. Um, I mean, Everton's always a difficult place to go. I mean, I, m- I remember last season when Gundogan scored a double. Um, oh, yeah, no, the rotary yeah. handball,
0: We went like that, and it wasn't handball. Yeah,
1: that was the yeah. year before when Lampard was there. Yeah, oh, was it? Like
0: I don't even know. But yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Coming into the game,
0: I was not expecting an easy game at all. But yeah, I
1: mean, Everton Ever, away is always a hard game, and I was... yeah, I mean, it just goes to show like how good you can just turn it on. Like, there's no other team like that in the league, I'm not even Liverpool, where you just keep when you when you thought of like doubt City a bit, they'll just t- prove you wrong and win anyways. Everton away is a hard place to go to beat many other teams at home as well, especially since the point reduction. I mean you like just turn up and beat them pretty one like that.
0: No. Well, you know, it 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 kind of shows what we're about and how many, you know, quality players we have in our team. It takes one of them to have a game of their life and, you know, we'll we'll completely control the game. Like I think back to Real Madrid's city in the Champions League last season, Bernardo getting the two goals and playing a game of his life. Uh obviously Foden against Everton, you know, Haaland any game he gets a hat-trick, you know, he takes over. You can count on him on, like, so, like, it takes three hands to count on him. Obviously, De Bruyne, any time he plays, a big team, you know, he does his thing. Um, we have so many players like that. And it's it's good to see that, you know, all it takes is one of them to have a good game. And then, you there you go. Like, that's, that's how you win games. But, good news for us, Haaland was on the bench. Uh, Not Harlan, sorry. De Bruyne was on on. on the bench. He was there. Did he come on? Did
1: he come on? Nah, he
0: hasn't come on. He hasn't played a minute yet since. But the hopes that he's going to play against Huddersfield in the FA Cup. So fingers crossed. I see him score an absolute 40-yard screamer against Huddersfield and (laughs) celebrate. But um, yeah, so Stones in this game actually went off injured, which is you know it's just so annoying because it's like. He's come back. He played four games of being fully fit. And then he's gone again. It's just so annoying because you know the shouts of him being the best centre back in Europe, and obviously me personally, I don't believe that. I think he's not even a centre back anymore. <laughs> like he's playing right he's back, like... CDM, centre back. Yeah. He's played everywhere, but he's so good and he's so helpful to our, to Rodri. Where him and Rodri alongside each other, it's unbelievable, and. Yeah. Missing him is going to be huge, because either it means... Um, I can
1: change that role, maybe. No, I, he did not
0: really do yeah, it. it. It's tough, because it's either going to be Rico Lewis in the role, which I actually like. I like Rico Lewis in that role. He's good, he can do that. Or it's going to be Matheus Nunes, who I don't Personally, Bray. Has he not been good since?
1: I haven't much of him. He's
0: been average. Like he had a great performance in a club World Cup against a Japanese side, and everyone was rating him, saying, "Why are we not giving him his flowers?" But I'm like, you put anyone there, that can do it. Like anyone in his role in that game could do it. I don't know. He's not been amazing. I think Kovacic has been really good. I think mean, I don't know why you guys let him go, but he's he's technically so good. Like obviously, yeah. <laughs> if if. Anyone that's now. His final no? it's
1: final at last, but he did, did yeah, score yeah. in the championships. Well, you
0: know, we didn't buy him for goals, to be fair. If we wanted goals,
1: yeah. you
0: know, I don't think we'd go for a Kovacic. But I, I don't know, I just want to throw it back to season one. I think it's like maybe episode two or three of Power Pitches, where Vic said Kovacic reminds him of Hazard on the ball, right? <laughs> I'm, not say- I'm not saying I see it. But you know he's
1: nice. He's he a good dribbler, he's, he's nice. He's either. really
0: good. And he's not a he's not a perfect replacement for Gundogan because you know Gundogan's a yeah. leader all of that. But you know he can he can do that role 100%. He can do that role. Yeah. And when Kev comes back in the team, I'm so excited. I'm so excited to see what we can do with it because a few players are going to have to drop, which is a shame. And I'm thinking it's going to be you know probably Grealish, Alvarez. And then Aldrin
1: hasn't been. He's really
0: not been. He's not been amazing, but you know he's he's done his job. And as weird as it is, I don't think he is a good number nine. I think he's a better number ten or number eight. I think he's better behind the striker because he he loves to just let one off and shoot. He's really good at free kicks, yeah. and you know he's got the pace. He's got the dribbling. I think Harland's the best number nine in world football. Mm, nah, I don't know. I don't know. Harry Kane's doing his thing, but yeah, no, it's, uh, got it's one of them.
1: Harlan.
0: Yeah, Harlan's what got the power. Yeah, it's, it's one of those. But um, yeah, very good game. But you know, a, a big loss is the Stones injury, um, which does mean that Gavardio's spending more time on the left back, which is so annoying. But you got to do what you got to do when you pep. Uh, I
1: think it's big because like you've got De Bruyne back, you've got Harlan coming back. Yeah, and it's it's getting past Chris- it's past Christmas period now and this is where like the fixtures start really coming thick and fast again. So then, it, we've seen it all before where you just go and beat in for 10, 15 games and however much. Like I just think this is it now where people talk about the title race being wide open and the most entertaining it's, it's really not. Like no. I just think it's just been the same as every other year where you think Arsenal or Liverpool will have a chance but really, like, once De Bruyne, I mean, even just one of them back, I think De Bruyne Probably more important than Haaland to have back first, because Haaland's one that thrives off like, the balls that De Bruyne puts through and stuff. Yeah, well, um, the
0: service. You know, but, um, I, I will never understand why Arsenal fans love to think that they'll win it. I just think I'm looking at yeah. their side and, like, obviously they've got a few good players. Don't get me wrong, Declan Rice has been immense this season, but, you know, Odegaard has been off it. I, I can't, yeah. You know what? I, I was thinking about it the other day just to myself, just thinking about it that I can't believe how many players have been compared to De Bruyne, who have fell off so much since. Yeah. That older guard last season was, oh, he's better than De Bruyne. Blah, blah, blah. He's not. Bruno Fernandes, <laughs> a few seasons yeah. back. Even Mason Mount was one of them. I remember nah, it. No, we never
1: compared. I Marty remember it. I remember I'm, it. We never compared Mount to De Bruyne. Maybe you. Whoever maybe you did didn't, that, but I've whoever seen Whoever did it. that would have been a troll. Mount to De Bruyne, everyone. <laughs> no one...
0: No one thinks that. There's just there's so many players that you think De Bruyne's been compared to, but De Bruyne's still there as number one. And the people that like, I've seen a lot as well, of like people talking about you know top ten players in the world, top ten midfielders ever in the Premier League, De Bruyne's there. De Bruyne is awesome. there, like, high. And he's not yeah. been playing all season, and people still know how good he is. because yeah, yeah I, I've, seen, <laughs> I've seen a compilation on TikTok. Uh, yesterday, of Liverpool players talking about how good De Bruyne is, and I've never seen that before, I've never seen, like, some, like, a rival team talk about another player so highly, like, Trent saying how good he is, Trent, like, there was, it was a bit beta squad video, and Trent was like, he, he sent a voice note to Chunk saying, that's KDB-esque, yeah, lad, yeah, lad, I'm like, what? KDBS? Why not Salah-esque or yourself? Do you know what I mean? But, <laughs> hey, we, we know how good he is. And, you know, when he comes back, hopefully he stays fit. Hopefully it's not another John Stone situation where he plays four games and he's injured. And if he can stay fit the the rest of the year, the rest of the season, I can see us winning the Champions League and the Premier League. I don't yeah, know about I see, it, I think. I'm can... not really. I don't know. We always I play b team. I...
1: I think you'll definitely be there or thereabouts in the Champions League, Premier League. I think um, Champions League is our
0: biggest um, chance this year. Honestly, because the teams are, are definitely taking a hit of like quality since. And, yeah. you know, if we play, I think we playing Copenhagen, we probably will end up playing, you know, Real Madrid, Arsenal, someone big. And the only chance we've got of losing is if De Bruyne isn't fit. And, you know, I'm, I'm hoping he is. But if not, then we can focus on the Premier League and we can get f- like three or four back to back and no problem.
1: That's no problem to me. Four in a row would be mad. Like, yeah. I'm not we're not seeing that before ever. Well, I, like, I even, was, even yeah. under even Ferguson and win like they didn't do I four know. in a row. Like if if we ever see like if City do win the league this season, like that's for me the best ever like side. Yeah. Um, well, I think like, last
0: season's side is the best Premier League side. Of all time
1: But I, pref- I do prefer your I don't know I think I prefer your 18-19 team And your 21-22 really? tw- When you had uh, Sterling and Jerusalem Last season Oh when you no, it with a, I prefer like, it last season nine. man I think last season Like
0: the Bruyne oh, no, I Playing think that season,
1: Last season Is your most complete team Like having that striker Yeah and, yeah yeah Like you've got everything In defence Everything All that But I think Most fun to watch I'd say 21-22 18, 19,
0: 17, 18. I get. I think 17, 18 is probably my favourite, but I think the best was last season. I think Sane. Oh my god, I love that player, man. I will. I will forever shout like prayers on Sane, Leroy Sane, and how good he is. And like obviously he's he's chopping it up in Germany right now. You know with Carrie Kane. I think he's so good. Uh, there was rumours of him coming back and like, open to offers, but I, I don't think he'll come back. That
1: would be very interesting if he did come back, though, because I mean, that must mean that like, Pep's like, well, happy to work with him again. And, yeah, well, like, I thought they'd fallen out and No, nah, he
0: only left because he was homesick. And you could tell. You could tell he was homesick because, you know, Germans, they love a beer. and <laughs> I, I, It's a weird thing, but they love a beer, and every single time I'd watch a game, like, after the game, he'd have a beer in his hand. And you're like, fair enough. That's proper German. Like, he loves Germany and, like, he's in Germany now for the best team in Germany. Like, he's doing his thing. But they're not really winning anything, you know, in Europe. So, mm-hmm. why doesn't he come back to the team that, you know, loves him?
1: I mean, they're signing Eric Dyer as well, apparently. I saw a tweet that like, Eric, Eric Dyer's agreed a verbal agreement or something. I and I was no. like... And I could to check it with a parody account and he wasn't. And I was like... <laughs> Some some weird going in. Two two clones is weird, weird talent, I D. Because you've got Dilly and you've got Opmakan and you've got Kimmy and Jay. No, he
0: well, not
1: <laughs> Come on, but yeah, I think I get it with Sani. Like, come back to the Premier League, but he has already won the Premier League like yeah. really Like he, he'll he'll probably get interest from Real Madrid or Barca or yeah. the team in another league. So you may as well just go to another league rather than. I mean, it would be nice to see him back in the Premier he's
0: League. So good. But yeah, yeah the the next game uh, is Chelsea Palace. 2-1 um, Maduake Penalty to win it In the 89th yeah. minute So You know Mudrick got his goal I actually saw that goal I actually watched The first half of that And I was like Oh fair enough Mudrick's got a goal but like, you know He's what? been good He's been, yeah. re- he's, been, re-
1: he's, been re- he's been improving Not just like I mean it's, I know he's been scoring More often now But Even just in general Performance he's like Receiving the ball Taking on the full back Dribbling Linking up Crosses in the box. I mean, he sh- he should have had about four, or five more assists in the past in recent games. Um, he's been really good. It's lucky, like I mean, I know like no one will rival fans won't say anything because of his price tag, and they'll be like, oh, they expect it. Um, but like, you can't forget like we did we did overpay on someone that's really inexperienced, like at the highest level. But what we're seeing is is improving game by game. Like all I would want for players like him and Madueke is just game time game time where they can just improve and like you know what I mean like just gradually get more experience keep improving link up play and then eventually the goals and assists will come and that's what we've seen from Mudrick now like then off the start of the season he was in and out of the team he was getting five minute cameos where he was struggling to really do anything um, you know I remember West Ham away at the start of the season he came on tried to cross hit and he went out for a goal kick and then he was getting memed a lot for it and stuff but I kept saying like he just needs to play and ever since he's been given a good run of games, he's been improving. And it's what we see with Madureka now. Like I remember Madueke last season with the Lampard. Um, like he, he was, even when we were losing games, but he was the one player where he was getting given like a good run of games and he was improving as well. Um, and now he's back in the team doing his thing. So, I mean, it's, it's big on Poch because it means he has to drop Sterling for Madueke, And he's got a bit of an obsession with Sterling where he'll just start him when you least expect it because Sterling could play horrific one week and then still start the other week. But then against, against Luton, you went with Madiweke as well at the start. But yeah, against Powell's, um Madiweke was solid. Like his overall game was good link-up. Um, it was up against Tyreek Mitchell, who I think went off or something earlier. But Yeah, um, yeah Madiweke did... I mean, the wingers, both wingers, did really good. Malo Augusto was excellent again. Like He's one player... I, saw Mika on his podcast Talking about how good He's been this season as well um, So it's nice for like A rival fan to see it that way But He's been like quietly Going around about his business And he was bought, He was another that was bought For a cheap price as well Well yeah I, um, I can't believe he's He's
0: you know A backup. He's so good Like he could start Yeah He, he has to probably I mean we say, ba- we,
1: say ba- we say back up, But Reese James is never fit So he's <laughs> starting You know what I mean Yeah, uh, yeah I mean the, yeah. Thing with, the thing with Like was Like Liv Rimento was so good Like he was He's doing so good at Newcastle And everyone's like Why didn't you stay at Chelsea And at the time, like I don't, I don't, I don't think he really believed that he was going to play over Rhys James. But if he'd have known that Rhys James was going to be as injury like injury prone as this, then he'd be playing for us right now. But that's yeah. his, you know he's at Newcastle doing his thing now, and we've got Gusto who's excellent. Like just, I, start of the season when we signed him, I was saying to others like he looks quite you know, he's not, he's, he doesn't cut, eat up much ground. Like he's not got long strides. He's quite small. Like you know what I mean. Like he's not necessarily tall or big, like a presence. So I was like, oh, he'll get dominated a bit like defensively, but 1v1, he just does his thing. Like, He'll come up against tricky wingers and I'll be like, oh, he's going to get done here, but he'll just get the ball, tackle. Even just offensively, he does his thing and gets assists. Crossing ability is really good. Um, just solid overall-round play. Like, I've been proven wrong. Well, I don't want to say proven wrong. I want to say proven right because I questioned if he had like, the ability to like be consistent, and he has been consistent so far, so... Yeah, um, I mean, that was a good performance, Palace, at home. I think, I mean, he, letting Palace score was a bit of a worry because we allowed him into the game more than they should be, but um, yeah, we got the win. Madiwake, I mean, Elise scored. I remember the goal, like it was the ball over the top and Elise scored and yeah. he was shushing, he, he went up to the fans, You did the fans. Yeah, fan seen that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that was funny, but um, yeah, I mean, Madiwake scoring was huge just for his confidence and. Um, yeah, I'm like really happy for him because he kind of leaves it unbound. So, yeah, that was another win, just to keep going, keep the momentum going, really.
0: Yeah, well, you know, out of all these games and, you know, like, the, the results, I think Chelsea winning has been quite a shock to me, personally. I don't know, because I was expecting them to be, like, you know, a team that they win a few, but then when it comes to, like, the pointless games, they will lose. But I thought yeah. you would I thought coming into the palace game I did think you would maybe crumble a bit. But you didn't and fair enough, you win it. And, you know, it was a last minute penalty, but either way it's a goal. Goal's a goal. And yeah. um I'm not sure what Poch sees in Sterling because I do think Madueke is, you know yeah. one to I think it's just an exper-
1: I think it's just experience. like yeah. I mean even then though you didn't there's so many times where he just didn't track back like yeah. He was making it, it so hard for Gusto, like where he, even on the left. I remember like Kukurela at the start of the season when um, he'd play on the on left back or right back, and then Sterling would always be like the one to help track back. But Kukurella would be getting so annoyed and like, I mean, then the criticism would go on Kukurella because he's getting caught out defensively. But really, there's so many occasions where Sterling doesn't track back and he makes it so hard for the full-back. because it's a full-back on the run up against two, and Sterling just stood there like yeah. on his own. It's like. New defensive yeah. contribution.
0: I think Sterling is, is one of those players, he gets over overrated 100% because, I don't know, I think you have to have a certain style around him. You have to have a certain team around him. Like I think the reason he was so successful at City is because Kyle Walker was so good like, at tracking back defensively, whereas Sterling didn't have to. Sterling could just do whatever he wanted up front. But I'm glad Pep realised what he was about and then got him gone. And you know what, I have one story about Sterling, that I heard I was getting my training badge, right, and something was happening, and um, what happened was, Sterling was coming into training at the City Academy, and the person that was on the door, like on the the, the thing to let him in, he pulled down his window a tiny bit, and said, "Uh, just let me in or something like that. So then, obviously the woman that was training me, she was there. She was like the woman doing it. So she's she's giving attitude to him. She's gone. You need to put your window down. Show me your ID. And apparently he goes, I'm a first team player. Just let me in. And I think fair enough. So she lets him in. All that. And then Pep comes out to her. Pep says to her, um, Why'd you not let him in straight away today? And she told him. She was like, Well, you know, he's he's been a bit rude. Blah blah blah. I think. It's, it's stories you hear about Sancho and, you know, Pogba. Yeah,
1: attitude problems. Yeah, That's attitude problems.
0: And you can tell, like we mentioned it before with that interview, I like, don't touch my eye with your dirty fingers. Like, bro, there's no need for that. There's no need. Like The, the attitude that I see from him, his, his ego must be through the roof. You think about it, he's a Premier League, what, five-time winner? You what, know, FA Cup, Carabao Cup, all of this, top-low scorer, blah, blah, blah. He must have a massive ego. But it could just be me talking. Like, I could be completely wrong. But I could be, like...
1: I I think he's one of those players like Lukaku where they need to be disciplined. Like, they need a manager that's really demanding that'll put them in their place. That will always, like... You know what I mean? Like, demand 100% from them in, like, every game, every training session. Um, Well, you know... Yeah, it's it's a weird one because Potts just values him for his experience, but you can't just look at it that way. Like, if they're not performing, they're not performing. You have to drop them. Simple Well, Well, yeah... Pep did that. Pep benched
0: him. And as sh- soon as he realised, he's gone. He's like, yeah, I'm gone. I'm not staying here. Yeah, like, yeah. grow up, man. As soon as we got rid of him, we won the Champions League. What does that tell you? <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. It tells you something. Um, but, yeah, the next game is the most recent game. It's the most recent game week. Uh, I will start off with City-Sheffield United. And I just want to say that it's the first game at the FTA since Club World Cup. So, we had... Five trophies laid out. Could you imagine being Sheffield United conceding 45 goals in a season, walking out and seeing that?
1: Oh my <laughs>
0: God! You would be terrified, wouldn't you? Like the team we put out wasn't, you know, our full power. It wasn't the one. There wasn't the team that won all those trophies. But you know, seeing walking out to, to five trophies at the Etihad, where we haven't lost in, you know, we didn't lose in the Etihad all year. Obviously, we drew a few. But we didn't lose at the Etihad in twenty twenty
1: three. It's a fortress isn't it? that, Yeah,
0: it's it's a series I didn't realise we were that good on it. I knew I knew we lost before the World Cup against Brentford. But I didn't know we didn't lose all year. That was quite um a nice surprise to see. But yeah. Uh, Rodri getting his goal. Rodri man. That was a nice goal. That it was a nice re- goal. Lord, I'm telling you, like, you. That was a really nice he goal, is man. a specialist at those. just outside the box, give him a shot. He's got he's, he's got a, a good specialist. shot. On him. Yeah, he's yeah. He's so good. Like, there's been, you know, I, I I still think back to people comparing Casemiro to him. I think, come on, Rodri's done this. rodri has been doing this. Rodri brings so much more to the to the game as well. He's got his goal. He gets assists. He gets, you know, he's so good defensively. And... Yeah. I think I
1: think with comparisons like that, I mean, you're comparing a DM that. Perfect for a possession-based side. Yeah. I mean, he, he even used to play for Atletico, didn't he? Under Simeone. Yeah, to yeah, yeah. They were defensive sides, so like he would have done it back then himself. So, like, I mean, Rogers is the perfect, complete DM. I see Castro Mirror is just more of a counter-attacking style suited defensive midfielder. One that when you wouldn't necessarily want on the ball, like nah. Rogers obviously clear apart from the rest. Um, yeah. He's, I mean, since his first season, I mean, his first season wasn't great, but even then, like the team. Yeah, team was still figuring itself out. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: yeah. But now, but since then, he's oh wow, he's like undroppable. He's unplayable. When once he's, once he's got like hit a, a, a run of form, he's unplayable. When he's in the side, we didn't lose a game. I think that that stat is just it runs through my head. Wait, how many that since?
1: since I that?
0: don't know. Or? It must have been 2023. I don't know actually. We we might have dropped points to like some little teams, but this season uh, in the Premier League. Every game we've lost, or drew, he wasn't playing. And that is like a mad thing, because we only lost 1-0 to Arsenal, and that's without him there. If he was there, we don't lose that game. 100%. We yeah. don't lose that game. I mean, when he
1: when he was out, then he yeah. sure, didn't he? Like, you had to play Kovacic there, or whoever Yeah, else, it was Kovacic
0: um... and Rico Lewis, and, you know, Rico, I say how good he is, but he's mm-hmm. no Rodri.
1: But oh, yeah. I, and you can't play, him you, you need him alongside of Roger it's or. annoying because
0: we bought Calvin Phillips for when Rodri's out and he doesn't play and he, you know he, why do you think you know, that I
1: said you didn't know, just fit in like lack of discipline well,
0: when I watch oh. him I watch him playing like cup games or whatever and when he comes on again in these partners games he looks slow he doesn't look up to city pace um, the passes he makes are just a bit slow uh obviously we know how good he is, he's so good for England. And, you know, he will get a move to a big side. And that's that's just guaranteed, that's what City does to you. When you're a City player, even if you don't play, you will get a move y- to a big y- team. Y- you're
1: stock you stocks, right? Yeah, probably.
0: it is like it is what it is. And you know, there's rumours of him going to United, which That'll would ca- it would that. sting a bit, you know, 'cause he he'd be doing that on purpose because United are a shite team. Like you wouldn't want to go to that team, but uh, there's also rumours of him going to Newcastle, which would be good for him, you know, because they've just lost an yeah. to his betting thing. So bringing in um, Phillips that side, I think he'd do it as well. But yeah, it's it's so disappointing that he didn't. He wasn't that role for us. But you know, mm. if he goes in January, which he, you know, he he said, not him himself, but he's 100% um, yeah, that, that he's leaving. He he should have left a while ago. I'll be honest. He um he wasn't getting game time over Rodri and then when he's injured you he don't even play.
1: To be fair, I think it's more testament of how good Rodri keeps himself fit. Like that whenever he's out it's because of suspension or yeah. whatever. Like Rodri never really gets injured. It was only that phase where he was out of the team. Um but I mean you Rodri's just always fit like his natural fitness, he's just yeah, really good, smart. isn't it so he's starting every single game. It's not like, Oh, he's played ninety minutes here, let's drop him for this weekend game. It's like he can play, he can play all the time, so... Yeah, I don't... I, I do feel quite sorry for Phillips, really, because, like, he was incredible under Bielsa, under, for Leeds... Um, and for England, he was
0: England's player at the tournament when we came one, at, yeah. in the Euros. But, no. Yeah,
1: like, it's it's just one of those moves, one of those signings that you've made where you go, you didn't really work out. But no. It could... It, it should happens. have worked out, but it didn't. So, it is what yeah. it is. It happens, though. It's a yeah. bit like... Some, you've only made a couple of signings like that. Really, where you look back on it and you go, it didn't really do it. But yeah. you win it. You, you, you'll leave. You'll leave after winning the trouble with you last season. Yeah.
0: So sure no going problem. That. Yeah.
1: Really okay. Oh no.
0: The um the next game, which sparked a whole argument, conversation, debate in the group chat, was Chelsea three, Luton Town two, where Cole Palmer got two goals and got the nickname Cold Palmer.
1: Right. Cold Mineral Generational Star. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Mineral Generational Palmer.
0: No, 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 no. Right. That is the name. So, with this, right, so the listeners and viewers will not understand. So, pretty much what happened was, um, I think anyway we were talking about it, and then, you know, he comes in, gets two goals, and Vic comes in the chat and says Cold Palmer back at it again, or something like that. Something about Cold Palmer. And Ed straight away, I think it was like two minutes reply. Don't ever say Cold Palmer again. <laughs> and I thought, nah. And I looked at it and I replied. And I put, I think it was like what day? What day was it? What uh, game was it? It's thirty of December, yeah. So I put my phone yeah. to the side and I come back to it. <laughs> I think maybe twenty minutes, twenty-five minutes, and there was sixty messages on how good Cold Palmer is, and. I never put my argument in there but I will say it now on on record on podcast that Cole Palmer left a good side because he couldn't get minutes
1: yeah it's now, not it's it's not a, a, it? a real yeah player, yeah of yeah. course
0: and and so now he plays like for Chelsea who are mid table but you know he's not amazing but he's good
1: he's great he's, he's that's great he's great <laughs> But no, but I... there's, there's, there's poor, then there's average, then there's good, great, and well. Yeah, I think he's, he's good. He's, he's, I'd say great. I think he's lower great. He's his, his, his first goal against Luton when that defender just passed it to him and he just smacked it in first time. Yeah. He like, like scored goals like that for us now where his ball striking is clean. Yeah. Even, against, even for you in the Community Shield at the start of the season, it was against Arsenal where he just cut in and like De Bruyne played it to him and then he, he cut in and just... Banged it in far corner against Ramsdale. Yeah, I, I was think right. so. and, like, That was a nice goal as well, and I was like, he's You've got he's a, he's a very good boss like Wilson, the pen merchant, this and that." But he, he just his left foot is a wand. Like I know, I know he's very one footed, and like he doesn't use his right foot a lot. Like, yeah, do you see I it noticed now? that? Do you see I've it? I noticed it, but that, that annoys foot, me though. His, his left foot is so good. It's not like a Ziek where Zek would just spam a load of balls, and like it'd be sort of like a Bruno type where he just. He's yeah. Miss it so on the pass, but Palmer's not like that. He's measured. He's composed. He's but his vision is so good as well. He'll see that running behind He'll play. It. Um. Yeah. He's. I. I love him. Like. <laughs> I've got a Reece Jim Stann shirt upstairs. I, I won't mind Getting a Palmer one to go with that. Like, you know what I mean? Like he's, right. I, ever since he. Everything. Everything's coming. When he came in, I was questioning it a bit because I was like, we, we could have got a Reece. I was like, Palmer. Like I don't. I don't really know. Like if he's that. Um, and, and and he was quite raw at the time. But he's playing more and more and like it's hard not to like him because just like his celebrations and he, he, the way he he just gets it, you know what I mean? Like he just he, he's he's had I think he's had one bad game for us and that was it was a game we lost and I can't remember who it was, but he, he had like one bad game for us. Yeah. Where he just wasn't in the game at all. But that's not that's not down on him, that's just on the team really still um I mean he still stands out like and, not getting in over Bernardo Silva, Maris, whoever else you play there, um on the right side, but like that's not bad. Like that that's top, top, top. Like that's the best club in England. Like nothing bad in that. Like I know you've saw Jesus, Sterling and they've not done great, but Palmer's one of those where he, he's different, like, he's at a different state, he's young, he's upcoming still, so, like, I see it differently with Palmer.
0: Yeah, I have to say, Ed said something in the chat, and I didn't, I didn't want to get into it, because Ed is never wrong, but as we know, he, he, will, he will fight his case, but, he said that, he wouldn't take him, at United. He definitely
1: would, and, let's be real, yeah. he definitely, he, and he, he was saying like, Gannachos, better than him, uh, he was, he was saying all sorts of like, Yeah, it, it's mad. He, he Palmer in United United attack he stands out instantly like United and Chelsea are both dysfunctional teams they're both teams that are like very inconsistent like the players don't time, don't really know what they're doing like the way they move around the pitch that like, positionally like they're both dysfunctional teams but he's still standing out for us so there's nothing to suggest that he wouldn't stand out for United yeah like he definitely would stand out for United so yeah I don't get Ed's point with that like I, just, I mean the thing is like Palmer the United fan. So I was expecting
0: it to be quite warm to him, but... Well, no. you know, i seen... Who did I see? i seen someone say they were a City fan, and I couldn't believe it. It was like, oh, I can't remember. I'll have to find it and put it in like edit of this video. But someone said they were a City fan, and I don't know, for me personally, that doesn't move me. It doesn't. Like, Harland is a City fan, but, you know, it's not because he follows the team and all of that, it's because his dad played for him. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. hey, with with Palmer, he's from where is he from? I don't know I don't know what part of Manchester he's from, but most of Manchester is just United. I'll be real. There's only one part of Manchester that is like city fans, and it's Gorton. There's no one <laughs> in Manchester that okay. is good at football from Gorton, I promise you now. Uh obviously Foden's from Stockport and Stockport there's a lot of United fans, so I was surprised to see him there. I don't know where Rico Lewis is from, he might be from Newton Heath, which is very United-based. So, you know, a lot of these players are United fans, like Manchester. No. You're born in Manchester.
1: You're going to be United.
0: Yeah, 90% chance you're a United fan. and it, well, Maybe not anymore, but, you know, for my age, 100%. Yeah. If, you, if you're born in 2000-ish, you will be a United fan. But, um, no, Palmer very good. A little fun fact for listeners at home, my dad works with his uncle. I don't know. It's an odd one. <laughs>
1: Uh game of shirt. Do you know what I mean?
0: <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, I couldn't believe that Palmer is quite uh, Caribbean. I was like oh, fair enough. Oh, is you. that because of that video that he did where
1: he's he yeah. in the room rapping? Yeah, so, a
0: he's, video. so he's not actually fully white, he actually has got a bit of, you know, yeah, Caribbean blood in him, which heritage. is why Yeah, which yeah. is why he's got this like skill, this little flair on the ball. <laughs> but no, I think he's, he's a good player. I mean, Eddie's overreacting
1: a bit. The thing with Palmer is, like, I was thinking that he'd be good. Like, I didn't expect him to be this good, like, to stand out. Like, it's not like the rest of the team is that bad. I mean, I know team-wise it is, but we've still got other good attackers, Mad Wake with Rick Sterling, whereas Palmer's just... I mean, obviously he's learnt under Pep, like, you know, playing a a certain style of way. Like, you could tell that he'd been coached, like, a certain way, because how good he is on the ball. Like, he just knows where... Positions to pick up, when to drop deep, when to like be on the edge of the box for the cutbacks, crosses. It just does really well. Like one of those signings where I think I don't think Poch was consulted on it much. I think it was a bit of like he didn't have much say in it, and it was like the directors that um, made the move after Elise like collapsed. But like Poch can't, like, Poch won't be having any complaints. He'll be oh, loving know. it. Like one of those signings where. I wasn't bought for much, and he's just done better than I expected, anyways.
0: Well, you know what? This is this is a, a weird tangent once again. I love to call them a tangent. but um, the city academy team, right? Last season they won it, and this season they are bottom of the league because all of our <laughs> all of our talent has come up to the first team, or we've sold them, and yeah. I think that is like a ridiculous thing. And obviously, um, I have seen another post on. You know, there are City Academy players that are doing it across the world, and there's so many. Like, you think about it, Cole Palmer, Rico Lewis, Phil Foden, Jeremy Frimpong which I didn't oh, actually, yeah, been... I didn't actually know that, but yeah, Jeremy Frimpong in the Bundesliga was in our academy, and um, Michael Alise, obviously that one, he spent most of his time at Chelsea, but he came yeah. to us, I think, for two years, maybe, but yeah, our academy, you can't doubt it anymore. You can no longer doubt our academy. Because we've got Oscar Bob, who is...
1: He's looked, on, you honestly, on, he? And he did decent. Yeah, honestly you Oscar Bob. Can for that goal where like, he held onto the position yeah, and played it in? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah He's so a good, good. goal, that. Yeah, um, I think
0: I will see him move to a different team. Um, if Because to become a starting attacker in City as an academy player, it's one of the toughest hard, things to do. You've got yeah. to be world class. Like, Foden got in because, you know, we know how good he is. But for Oscar Bob to get in, it's going to be so hard. Because you have to get above Uh, Bernardo, Foden, uh, Doku, and, you know, Bernardo and Foden, you know, staple city players. They're
1: stalwarts, yeah. Doku's
0: 21. I thought Doku was older. Doku's only 21. He's not. I don't know. It's tough for Bob. It's tough for Oscar Bob. But, um, yeah, that is. We're all caught up, and we're about an hour into the pod. So I feel like we don't really need to talk about the other games. Unless you want to uh, touch on any of the games. But. Me, personally, I don't really, you know, feel like any of the other games affected our teams, personally. Um, You know, we have the website, powerpitches2.wordpress.com, where we will be posting articles on, you know, any other teams. Say there's a big game, and, you know, like the Arsenal game, that'll come up, and say they lose, post a post-match on there, if you guys want to read that. And, you know, we can share our thoughts on there as well. It doesn't have to be strictly professional. It's like a blog. We can do like a blog. But we also have a YouTube channel, which I'm sure if you're watching on here now, you, you'll, you know, you'll like, subscribe, follow. But our audio platforms, we're on BBC Sounds, Google, uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Amazon Podcasts. So we're on all audio platforms. Um, you know, we have our Instagram, which has kind of been lacking recently. That is my fault. I will put my hands up for that. That is my fault. I haven't been getting too many clips. But, bit, bit know, the Christmas period? You know, Christmas has been busy and we will be back on it. But for me, personally, that is it for this podcast. Have you got anything like you want to end on? Maybe Cole Palmer being the best player in the world. You know, whatever you want to say.
1: <laughs> the, I just think Newcastle is an interesting subject. I've seen like, Dave being struggling and people talk about how getting the sack potentially. I think that's a lot of rubbish really like I think Wow. I mean, yeah. I, I that's saw cool. garbage there. like if they want to take the next step they'll have to get rid of him in a certain place but I think I don't think, the, I don't think the form's that bad where they need to think at that stage I think it's a bit early on Um, but yeah I think that, that's like really caught my eye because I've been like it'd be very reactive if they were to just stack how like I mean, I'd find him might i find it like a shock of the season if they were to stack him um, if, if the form continues because I don't think there's been I think we're only two points behind him but I don't. I don't think they've been that bad. Like, I just think well, they've had a bit of a drop off with Champions League football. Did you see the
0: like rumor that has been the reason why they've been so bad?
1: Oh, was it because of like players that have possibly... Yeah, yeah. I didn't have a lot of nonsense. You I, think? I think I that's think a lie. Anyone can go in the WhatsApp group and just post yeah. some... and you know what I mean. Like, I th- I think if stuff like that was, we- we'd see it in the papers, like pictures yeah, and true. stuff. Like that. I think we'd see more of it if that was true, because. I think a lot of that was bit nonsense, but it's um, so random. Yeah. Like, it,
0: yeah, I mean, you know, Trippier he came out and said he's not been playing as good as he should be because you know, yeah, Pinar Trippier's good been on bad form. Yeah. yeah, he's been. You know what? For how good he was last season, he has been really bad this season.
1: Um, yeah, against us in the cup, where he made that mistake where he yeah. just got, let go of the ball, and Mudryk had an easy put in finish.
0: Well you know um, He's got experience You want to talk about experience He's got He's got you know, Some yeah. of the most experience He's got Spurs Atletico Madrid Champions League yeah. experience Everything But You know He's not showing it this season Which is a shame But you know It'd be mad nice if they were
1: to stack hard though Because I'd be thinking like They'll go for a big name And like Does it really go on then like, it... mm. We've seen like Birmingham hire Wayne Rooney just because it's Wayne Rooney and yeah. he's already been cut from there. That so. is
0: shocking. Oh my <laughs> God. I'm so, you know what? I'm so happy that all these United players are shite managers. All of them. <laughs> Gary Neville was Kerry awful.
1: McKen- I don't know if Kieran McKenna used to play for United but I know he's at F-Switch and he's doing decent and Carrick's doing decent mm. at Middlesbrough. Well, We've yeah, got middle as well. Carrick's a
0: weird one. Uh, but, but yeah. like, United legends being shit at managing is amazing. Gary Neville you know, famously the worst managerial stint of all time. And <laughs> and now Wayne Rooney, who is, you know, arguably up there as one of the worst. And Ten Hag has had a worse record than Gary Neville. I'm loving it. Oh, I'm loving it.
1: <laughs> I'm loving it. <laughs> credit, credit to Aston Villa, by the way, because they've been smashing it, like, yeah. every week. I'd be, I'd be thinking, like, they're going to drop points just here or there. But they just keep winning and winning. And they're second in the league or something now, and it's like... They're actually in a title race, like they put themselves in that position. Well, so, cr- know, credit to everyone. man.
0: Yeah, if, if you're Arsenal, uh, not Arsenal, sorry, if you're Aston Villa and you're in their position, surely you just drop out of the Conference League.
1: Because, yes, yeah, I wouldn't is priori- it. Worth It'd it? Be a nice trophy, but Yeah. you'd prioritise the league and just go for the league. Because, like, yeah.
0: The position they're in now, they could comfortably get Champions League next season. Comfortably. Yeah. Because, I mean, even
1: in the cups, they could prioritise winning one of the cups. Yeah, That's yeah. Ethical, they've I mean, been playing so that, but...
0: good. And you know what? The addition of Musa Diaby has been unreal. I'll say that. He is. I think, he's, I think he player. dropped off
1: a bit recently, to be fair. FPL wise, I mean, he's, yeah, he's yeah, been lacking. I could, I could transfer him out, you know what I mean? Get, <laughs> get, get some others in. But um, yeah, I think they've got. They've got quality attack, quality midfield, quality defence, quality team, quality manager. Like they have just been smashing it week in, week out. You know what? Um, you, you've
0: got you've got me hooked now, on the FPL. I will show, I will show it. it. I will show it to the wow. to the fans. Got 93 points last week, and let me just see. I'm second in the league. There's no way. Callum Hughes. I don't know what it is. He's smashing it. He's <laughs> got 92 points last week, which is whatever. But I am a serious FPL player. I would say this. I've been playing it for five years now. Yeah, I don't think you understand. Last year I played it serious and I got third, and I was so annoyed. But this year I'm going for first, and the the, the choices I'm making, and you know, for the fans at home that are doing it. Oh,
1: you've there's... got Palmer in as well, the you? Yeah, of course guy. I have Palmer in. He's five <laughs>
0: mil, of course. But um. Salah and Son are going off to their Africa and Asia Cups, oh, yeah. so yeah. I'm bringing in Kevin De Bruyne because you know even if he doesn't start, he can go on the bench, no problem. And I'm bringing in Kyle Saka because you know they got they have to win these games, and he seems to be the you know the the maker and you know the the the, the creator of chances in Arsenal right now because guards not that. And then the week after, I'm gonna bring in um, Darwin Nunes because you know Liverpool without Salah, they gotta score goals. Why not lay it onto Darwin Nunes?
1: Maybe Jota, you know, Jota would be one. That yeah. Like, maybe
0: well, you know, with Salah going, I do think that they'll put Nunes on the wing. Yeah, I
1: mean, they could do. Mm. Yeah, but they got Gakapo as well. They got numerous, and they, yeah, they? they got so many.
0: But yeah, yeah. that is. I think that's it for this pod. Um, a quick kind of roundup on City and Chelsea's games over the last four weeks. Uh, we did obviously miss four weeks, but we will be back to weekly episodes. And I think for the new year, the new resolution I want to put for this podcast is I want to do like a sub-podcast where we do like top tens like we used to do. Do top 10s yeah. <laughs> nice to You know, team, team of the season. Nice and, you know, we just finished the whole calendar year. Why not talk about you know best twenty twenty three team in the Premier League? So that's from you know the end of last year and the beginning of last year. So a few Aston Villa players might sneak in there. Do you know what I mean? So there is a few you know there's a few ideas that I want to put forward. So you know we might be back, maybe two podcasts next week, maybe one. You know we'll never see, but we will be back on the weekly podcast grind. Um, we've seen my solo podcast on YouTube you know, the the views has not been as big as, you know, the other one but, no mind, no bother if people don't like me, that's fine but um,
1: it, it, it depends, it's like it <laughs> Ian's slagging off Palmer too much, that's
0: why <laughs> but yeah, that is it for episode 15 or 16, I think it's 15 um, and episode 3 on the YouTube, if you liked you know, on the YouTube, like, subscribe if you like, on the Spotify, rate us five stars. It's really important. I think we got maybe nine five-star ratings last year, which is, you know, appreciate that. appreciate that to everyone. Of course, that was me making people do it in person, but no problem. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, that is it for this episode. We will be back next week, and, you know, we won't see, hopefully, we'll have a better idea of what episode to come out with. But, yeah, that's it for me. Uh... Anything
1: you want to say? No, it's been a pleasure to be back on. It's been a while. It's felt like the last one I've been on was like a month ago. But, um, yeah, it's been good to be back on talking again. Um, and, yeah, i ready to get the content out there back on the website again.
0: Of course. Also, I just want to mention that at the beginning of this podcast, you could see Vic. Now, we can't see Vic. No, you're... So, he's <laughs> a silhouette. <laughs> well, <When>, uh... <laughs> But yeah, that's it for this podcast. We're done and we will see you next week. Thank you for listening.